0: Hi, guys. Welcome to a special episode of Anthony on Air. I'll be your host tonight. For those of you who don't know, my name is Erin C. I'm married to Frankie C. And the reason that I'm doing this is because today there may have been an enormous breakthrough on a very old case from 2007. And when I say maybe, I mean because we're not sure yet. Let me take you back to the beginning. This is the 2000 case. 2007 case on the disappearance of Madeline McCann to give you an overview. Now, Madeline McCann was a three-year-old girl from Leicester, England on vacation with her family, which consisted of her parents, Jerry and Kate McCann, and her younger siblings, twins, who were two years old. They went to Portugal. They stayed in an apartment complex. They had a wonderful day. And then that night, even though every family had their own separate room, they took the children of all the families, all eight children, there were seven adults and eight children. They took all eight children and put them into one room so that they could sleep while the parents went across the complex and ate dinner at a tapas restaurant. Now, the fact that these seven adults ate dinner at a tapas restaurant would result in them being called the Tapas Seven and the reason they were called that is because they always requested a special table where they could watch the apartment complex from out the window while they were eating dinner. Now, I'm going to take you to the night before the incident. The night before the incident, the top of Seven had their dinner while the parents took turns checking on the eight children in the one room. They would open the sliding glass door, which was unlocked. It was unlocked and they would check on the children. Then the designated adult that was, that was supposed to check on them would return to dinner. They did that all night. And then in the morning, little Madeline McCann asked her parents over breakfast, where were you when I was crying? Jerry and Kate McCann found this such a heartbreaking question, but not enough to change their routine. So the next night, they did it again. Put all the children in one room, went across the street, ate at what was in the reservation book as the tapas 7 table, and had parents take turns in checking. Now, one of the other parents, at one point, opened the sliding glass door and checked on the children. And at the end of the night, Kate McCann went ahead from the group, entered the room, and came out shouting, they took her, they took her, they took Madeline. Portuguese police started a search, which included many dead ends, most notably a man who was running through the streets with a little girl in either a thick blanket or a sleeping bag with bare feet. Many people cited the man and reported it, but it ended up that this man was just a man who was running with his daughter looking for a hospital, and that was later confirmed by the hospital and the father and daughter. But that was a red herring that cost them some time. Then they they never found poor Madeline McCann. Her parents returned home to England. The other families returned home but not before being questioned by the Portuguese police, but in a very strange way. First of all, they were not questioned for many days. Then their lawyer said that they will not be questioned apart. They will be questioned together, the parents. And finally, of about 35 questions asked, 33 of them they chose not to answer. So, That brings us to today. Today, a 21-year-old woman named Julia, who lives in Poland, alerted the press through, I believe, Instagram with a handle, I am Madeline McCann, with the news that the Scotland Yard in London, England, and the police in Poland will not take her claim seriously, that she is Madeline McCann. Now, she is 21. Madeline McCann, if alive, would be 19. However, there are many reasons why this woman believes she is Madeline McCann, and I'm going to go through the evidence with the most compelling and downward. First, her eye. Madeline McCann had a defect in her eye that connected the pupil to the sclera. It looks like the pupil is kind of running through. It connects them. From what I've learned, there's a vision defect usually associated with this where you can't look down with if you have that in your eye, you can't see down below you what's happening below you. But that is not confirmed if Julia has that or if Madeline had that. They're usually linked. But again, no confirmation if either has them. That uh, Madeline McCann had it in her eye. And this woman Julia has it in the exact same spot. There's also a dimple that Julia has that is on her face that is in the same place as Madeline had when she was younger. Also, this woman Julia, despite being 21, where Madeline would be 20, Madeline would be 19, has no medical records of before kindergarten. She has no birth certificate, and her mother refuses to produce pictures of her when she's younger than kindergarten or pictures of her mother while she's pregnant. This girl, Julia's kindergarten teacher, said that she came in in the middle of the year while the mother insists she started at the beginning of the year with the rest of the children. And the kindergarten teacher said she had many panic attacks and much anxiety. And there is even one report of her saying she wanted to go back to the big white building. And if you look at pictures. Of the complex, back in Portugal, it is big and white. Also, there is another piece of evidence that is a little hard to hear in that Julia was abused in a way you would never want a child to be abused by a man who was married to her grandmother, who had the last name, I believe, May. May. And there was a suspect in Portugal that they dismissed whose last name was May. Now, Julia does not believe it is the same man. She believes the man that's married to her grandmother who abused her was her his, this man who was in Portugal's son. She also believes that he is the connection that got her out of Portugal. So that's the case for being the same person. There is also a lot of speculation that this is not Madeleine McCann. Scotland Yard has come out saying they do not believe it is Madeleine McCann, this woman is Madeline McCann. One of the arguments is that she doesn't look like Madeleine McCann, which is something that I have to disagree with. My husband also disagrees. I think she looks enough like her that this is an interesting, that this should definitely be explored. Also, there are many children who do not look the way they do when they're adults. A lot of families have them. In fact, Frank's family does. You've heard Milhouse mentioned. Well, Milhouse is does not look the way he did when he was a child. I talked about this with him beforehand. He said it was okay to say, but he doesn't look like he did when he was a child. When I saw pictures of him as a child, I said to Frank, who is this? And he said, Mike. And I couldn't believe it. It happens. And the other reason people think that she isn't her, of course, is is um, in this culture, a lot of people want publicity. They want their name in the papers. Maybe that's it. But the darkest reason... People believe. Some people, some people believe, is because many people, myself included, until tonight, I'm not until tonight, what I'm trying to say is many people, myself included, were of the opinion, just the opinion, that Madeline McCann is no longer with us. Many people are of the opinion, which is not the opinion of Anthony. Not the opinion of Frank, not the opinion of Janine that I know of. Simply, mine and many others internationally believe that the parents' behavior was very strange. After the abduction. From screaming, they took her, they took her, they took Madeline, instead of Madeline is missing. From the very strange Um restrictions they had on being questioned. And finally, Cuddle Cat. Cuddle Cat was Madeline's favorite toy, and Kate McCann refused to surrender it to the police. She would have it with her at every single photo op in all the press conferences, and the police said, you can keep it, but do not lose it and do not wash it for it is evidence, but we will let you keep it because you are a grieving mother. Pretty much exactly after hearing that, she washed it twice. And when they asked her why she did that, she said Cuddle Cat was dirty. And it's a very strange thing to do. Even if you're not connected to the disappearance of your daughter, washing something twice that even has the memory of her was seen by many as very suspicious. And finally, the idea that they really held up the DNA test. Now, to be fair, I'm only talking hours. I'm only talking hours, but they were very, they were not as forthcoming as people would expect if a woman says, I'm your daughter. Most people see it as, I would want that woman tested right away. But there was a hesitancy on their part when they really had nothing to lose, except for maybe hope, but, One reason why you wouldn't want to waste time testing a woman who claims she's your daughter, in my opinion, is that you know it's not her. You have it on your own authority. But even though I believed that in the bottom of my brain and my heart, I would be happy, I would be so happy to be wrong. I am hoping this woman is who she believes she is. I'm hoping. I could be wrong, but I'm hoping that I can say, Kate and Jerry, I was wrong about you. Congratulations on getting your daughter back. I'm hoping I can say that. I want to thank Anthony for letting me on the show, and I want to thank Stephanie Harlow, and Derek Lavasser, but mostly Stephanie Harlow, for their research on this, which I have gleaned from. And I want to thank you guys for letting me do this. Let us know in the comments what you think and enjoy your night.